You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We've made it to another Friday, and it is Friday, June the 25th of 2021. My name is Lucas Smith, St. Louis Cardinals mega fan and your host for the show. Today we are brought to you in part by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and get in on the action. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. It's a wonderful app that we can get to talking about, and we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, even after just one game. Um, the Cardinals fall to the Pirates. Yes, I said that they needed a sweep. Yes, I still think that was the case. Still is the case. Now the best they can do after this series is get back to 500 as they now sit at 36 and 39, four and six in their last 10 on a four-game losing streak. This is getting ridiculous. It was already ridiculous with the kind of play the Cardinals were putting on. And now it's about to get even more ridiculous with some of the stuff Tommy Edmonds said last night about the team's preparation. Before I get into that, second one will be about that. Talk about the game last night and then just kind of give my more thoughts in the series in segment three. But this is getting ridiculous. Before that... I also want to tell you to follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. And be sure to tell your smart device to play Locked on Cardinals wherever you are. All right. This is ridiculous because apparently this team doesn't know how to prep. I don't understand that. I want to preface this by saying I am not... Blaming Tom Yemen for saying this. I love how honest Tom Yemen was. This is according to Zachary Silver. It's a quote from Tom Yemen in the postgame. We had a clubhouse meeting today kind of talking about a little bit of the frustration that we've shown at times and just knowing how talented our team is. Blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. There are a few things we need to adjust from from the mental side of the game, and we talked about it today. We'll continue to be working on that up through the All-Star break. Hopefully we can turn things around in the last few games before we get there. Follow-up question was, what kind of adjustments? Tommy, I mentioned a couple. Mid-game adjustments. Knowing that it doesn't necessarily have to be the at-bat you want it the first time to the lineup, there are probably going to be a good chance you get a run-scoring opportunity later on to stay engaged and being aware of how the team is pitching. And to go along with that, he went on, saying that the preparation could be better. I don't think we've necessarily done the greatest job making a game plan for how guys are throwing us day by day and working on things pregame that are specifically tailored to prepare ourselves for that. This is the part that gets me. So I think we're going to kind of start to implement a few more things into our pregame routines, and hopefully that helps us out. I beg your pardon? I would like to give every benefit of the doubt that this team is preparing, that this team is a Major League Baseball team and doing everything that they need to do to win a baseball game. But when you're not even preparing properly and you feel the need in mid... No, in late June to say, yeah, we, we should probably be preparing better. 
That's kind of ridiculous. How do you go nearly three months into a season, 70-something games into a season, and then realize that you need to prepare better after getting beat by everybody that's not the Pirates or Diamondbacks? And then getting... Maybe it was this. Maybe they thought, okay, we can beat the Pirates and Diamondbacks, so we'll just rely on those games of our schedule. And then all of a sudden, when they lost to the Pirates for the first time, they said, oh, gotta retool everything. I'm sorry, I, I... At some point, someone's got to go. And I, the management is going to be forced in... The upper-level management, I think, is going to have to be forced into this situation to finally let somebody go. Whether it be Albert, Maddox, Schilt, Marmol, somebody in that staff has got to go. Or change something. Call somebody up. Other than Lars Newtbar, who has been looking fantastic in his first couple of games. Shuffle something up. I'll talk about the lineup shakeup in segment three, but holy cow. And I, I was wondering what Schultz's response was, and this is according to Jeff Jones. Quote, I don't want to misrepresent that the report was inaccurate or the scouting wasn't good or the understanding of what we're going to do wasn't good. It was the attention to the execution of it. We just got away from being committed to, you know, all aspects of the game, and I'll take responsibility for that, but we're back on track. End quote. Take responsibility for that. Great. Wonderful. You've been having to take a responsibility for a lot of things recently as the Cardinals' offensive skid continues. This is their run scoring the last week. Mind you, against the Pirates, Tigers, and Braves. Two. 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 Zero. Nine. One. Zero. Off day on Monday. And what part of yesterday's performance did Mike Schultz think that the Cardinals are back on track? I, I'm, I'm not really seeing what he's seeing there. Doesn't make any sense to me. If the preparation is the problem, then I'm all for firing a coach. And again, I would never... It's tough because I, you know, losing a job is never easy, right? But at some point, you got to say, "Hey, sorry, this isn't working out together. We, we got to find somebody else." Because if the preparation is the problem, yes, players need to go out and execute. I get that. Players absolutely need to go out and execute, but the managers need to put the players in the best positions to win. And Mike Schilt has not been doing a very good job of that with a bullpen management and now we realize he's probably not doing a very good of that good job of that in the pregame warm-up routine or pregame press conference or whatever not press conference pregame meetings or whatever Bernie McClass tweeted out last night Cardinals have scored two runs or fewer in 31 games most in the majors broke a tie with Pittsburgh Schilt also went on to say, according to Bernie, a lot of positive things happened tonight offensively that didn't result in a win. He hoped that this would build momentum offensively. Boy, oh boy, do I hope that Mike Schultz is right. But again, I'm just not seeing it. When you score two runs against the Pirates, against a team that threw out a pitcher that has an ERA north of five, and you score one run off of him. You even drew three walks and you couldn't score. 
They had no extra base hits yesterday. One for fourth runners in scoring position. Again, I don't know what positive things were saw yesterday. Maybe it was the, the lineup shakeup. Dylan Carlson had two hits in the top of the order. Goldschmidt drew two walks. O'Neill drew two walks. Walks are great and all, but so are runs. At some point, something's got to give. Something has got to give. That means someone's got to go. Someone's got to come in. What is going to change in this team? Or else we are in for a very long summer. Well, it's already been a long summer. We could be in for an even longer one. I just thought that for Tommy, I'm going to come out and say, yeah, we're not really preparing very well. And not that he was trying to out his coach. I think he was very honest and candid. You know, not saying they're not doing a good job, saying we aren't doing a good job. That's fine, whatever. But I just... When a player comes out and says we're not preparing very well, it begs a lot more questions. And I just think that this team right now needs to answer those questions. What kind of team are we? Is this a first place team? Because right now it's nowhere close. Is this even a playoff team? And right now they're nowhere close. A lot can happen. The season's far from over. I understand that. A lot can happen. But it needs to start happening fast. A little mini rant over there, but when preparation is the problem, maybe management is a problem. We talked about last time, last night's game in a little bit more detail coming up here in segment number two. But oh my goodness, was that frustrating to hear from Tommy Evan last night. More from Lockdown Cardinals in just a moment. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry, white pouches, nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Team Locked On Cardinals a special offer, and that would be you, because you are a Locked On Cardinals listener. Right now, you can try for just a buck. That's right, $1. Go to www.fullyloadedshoot.com and use promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, for just $1 of free shipping, and use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. One more time, that's LOCKEDON, gets you $1 and free shipping at fullyloadedshoot.com. The next time you go for a dip, make it Fully Loaded Chew. Fullyloadedshoe.com. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. We're almost in July, so you know baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action for baseball and other sports at Bet Online. Not just placing bets, but you can also get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Like I said, not just baseball, but also NBA, NHL, and your UFC, MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device to check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. 
Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. If you missed it, Cardinals fall 8-2 yesterday. We're going to start with the pitching like we always do. Carlos Martinez. He's now 3-9 with an ERA of 6-7-8. And it's not even like that ERA of 6. When you see a guy in mid-June with an ERA anywhere north of 5, you think, okay, maybe he's had just one or two starts. Nope. Martinez has had 14 starts, 73 innings pitched. He walked seven Pirates yesterday. Going, you know, it was a miracle in and of itself that he was able to go five innings. Gave up five earned, two strikeouts, and gave up a man with home run. With the Blanco also gave up a mammoth home run. I don't know what you're going to get for Carlos Martinez, so I don't even know if trading him is a viable option. But having him in the rotation is also not a viable option. It's just not. I tweeted out, you know, because the, the line on Martinez or the, the, you know, what is said about Martinez over the last couple of years has been, oh, he's too unpredictable to be be a starter. You know, even though he was effective in the bullpen, you could argue that he was too unpredictable there as well. But Martinez is starting to get more and more predictable, but in a bad way. You At this point, you almost know what you're going to get from Carlos Martinez, and that's a bad start. Wade DeBlanc comes in, struggles for his first time as a Cardinal, gives up two home runs, goes two and a third, gives up three earned. Seth Elledge makes his return, and Junior Fernandez has a scoreless outing. Wade DeBlanc is an outlier in this, and I understand ERAs and everything. But let's just look at the ERA of the four pitchers that pitched yesterday. Carlos Martinez, 6-7-8. Wade DeBlanc, 6-7-5. Seth Elledge, 5-0-6. Junior Fernandez, 6-0-8. Not one pitcher yesterday had an ERA below 5 for St. Louis. And yeah, that's possibly just circumstantial. Game's over. You don't want to waste Gallegos, Hicks, or Reyes. But when you only have three guys in your bullpen that you can confidently go to, that's also a problem. This team is full of problems right now. Some of them are upper-level management. Some of them are field management. Some of them are injuries. Some of them are players just not playing well at this certain time. Some of them are deep-rooted issues. Lack of bullpen depth is something I really didn't see coming. I'll be completely honest. I was really high on this bullpen, and I have missed on that this year. At least up until June 25th, 2020 at 926 Eastern Time. I have absolutely missed on my scouting level or my anticipation of this bullpen. I'll take the default there. Problems galore. Not nobody performing well galore. But again, for Carlos Martinez, I don't know if you want to designate him for assignment, place him on waivers, outright release him. He is just absolutely abysmal right now. There's no way you can argue to me right now that he's worth what what the Cardinals are paying him, or he is worth another year, worth more hope. He's not. I'm sorry, but he's not. He signed a five-year, $51 million contract extension. He's in the final year of that. 
And he's got two option years left. Boy, oh boy, does he need to not get picked up. Because if he gets picked up, he's got 17 and $18 million in the books for 2022 and 2023. This is all according to baseball or to, to com baseball contracts. $11.5 million is already too much for what Carlos Martinez has given you. And again, I was I, I was okay with his contract at the time back in 2000 and the first year of those 2017. So probably signed in 2016. But holy cow, has it turned out to be another bad contract for Mazelak and company. So even if you ride him out for a few more starts, whatever, you know, this, this has to be his last year in a Cardinal uniform. Just has to be. One way or another. Just absolutely has to be. He hasn't pitched against a good opponent. Hasn't pitched well against a good opponent in a very long time. Didn't have one good start last year. I'll tell you that right now. And then you even look at his game logs this year. Four runs, five innings against the Reds. Three runs, five innings against the Brewers. Okay. Six runs, five innings against the Phillies. Six innings, one run. That was a quality. That was a good start against a good Nationals team, but it, they were bad at the time. His last good start, in my estimation, just look at the game logs and look, going back to memory, was all the way back on May twenty. You could argue May twenty seventh, even though he blew up on the seventh, or you could really say um, June thirteenth against the Cubs. That's his only good start in June. His other good start was against the Cubs in May 21st. The, the, the point is, you could pick and choose and say, oh, that was a decent start. He had good stuff here. He ran into bad luck there. He's been so bad for so long. You just don't, I don't feel confident. Anytime he pitches, it turns into a bullpen game. That's a problem. That's an easy problem to fix, in my opinion. Cut him, DFA him, trade him, release him. Any of those options. Get it taken care of now. Because I don't know what anybody is seeing in Carlos to say, yeah, I think if a couple more things go his way, he could be better. No. He's texting a friend of mine, and he said, when is it time to pull the plug on Martinez? And I said, now. Specifically, I said, need to pull it now, or else it's going to get, it's only going to get worse from here. And he said, glad you and I agree. Martinez has got to go. I've been pulling for this guy for a long time. He's got to go at this point. Pitching was bad yesterday. So was hitting. Although I am somewhat of a fan of the lineup change. The lineup shakeup, as Schilt calls it. We'll see if that sticks around for today's game. So I'll talk about the offense, my thoughts on the lineup change, um, and just more Cardinal baseball. Because right now it's pretty pitiful. And again, I'm not trying to be just a huge Debbie Downer saying that there are no positives. You know, Lars Newbars played pretty well, um, you know, for the most part. And I'll get into some positives offensively yesterday of the, the two walks, Goldsmith and O'Neill Drew. Yippee. But I just. A lot of people are saying on Twitter that it feels like the end of an era. Or it feels like, the, it, feels like the, it did right before Matheny got fired. And the more and more baseball we see from Mike Schultz Cardinals the more and more I tend to agree with him. 
So more Cardinal baseball talk coming up in just a moment. Whether you're a beginner, first-timer, never even thought of it before, Wealthfront can make investing easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Don't have any sort of portfolio? That's okay. Wealthfront can make one for you in a matter of minutes that is personalized, has low-cost index funds, and is globally diversified. And no more manual trading or picking stocks. You don't even have to watch the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences that you control. Wealthfront can even help lower the taxes you pay as you invest because for the average client, their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. And best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to wealthfront.com slash locked on MLB. All you need is 500 bucks to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T.com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. The best tasting protein bar in the market would be the amazing, the incredible, the wonderful Built Bar. They have nine delicious flavors. And when you talk to a Built Bar fan, we are passionate about our favorites, my favorite, double chocolate. All the flavors I'm about to mention are covered 100% in chocolate. Coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, my favorite, and salted caramel. So there's something for everyone. If you haven't tried them all, that's okay. Order yourself a mix box and get one of each, two of each of the nine flavors. But just because I, they're covered in chocolate, like I mentioned, doesn't mean they're not healthy. Most flavors just have... 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Nine amazing flavors. All tasty, all healthy, so order today. You can order today by going to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your first order. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Lineup shuffle yesterday was moving Carlson up, basically moving Carlson to Molina, all up one slot. So it was Carlson, Goldschmidt, Arenado, O'Neill, Molina. Putting Edmund in sixth, and then Newt Barr and DeYoung, uh, seventh and eighth. You know what? If you're going to give a young kid a shot, I'm okay with giving Newt Barr everyday opportunities. He can't be worse than Thomas or Williams or Dean back when he was up. Just simply can't be. So, you know, and even if he is. That's another check off the list, saying, okay, that, that, that's another guy that won't work for us. But I was actually okay with this lineup shift. It really was. You know, I, I still think that Goldschmidt is more of a three-hitter, um, but also I think that O'Neill could benefit from being moved up in the lineup. Um, and, you know, Arnado can hit three, four, five, two, whatever you need him to. And, you know, is Yadier Molina the, the best five-hole hitter? No, but that's where this lineup's at. He's probably the, the you know, maybe Newt Bar just to say go for it, kid. But other than that, I don't see anybody in this lineup that's that could, that could bat fifth. That's already not batting one through five. I think when Carlson reaches his peak, he'll be more of a fifth hole, five hole hitter. Gets a little bit more power in his swing and stuff like that. But you know, at least Schilt showed some sign of life to change the lineup, shake things up, and to try something new. I was really surprised because Schilt seems to be like a guy that, you know, that's stuck in his way. It seems a little harsh, but doesn't try anything too new. 
but also the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result. It's exactly what Schilt was doing. So at least Schilt tried something new. Yeah, he got the same result, but maybe try something different today. You probably won't because you want good baseball things. Baseball, it takes a little time to muster up um, results, so maybe you try this lineup again today. But nevertheless, it's something different that the Cardinals haven't tried before. I love it. I absolutely love it. You know, was it the best lineup? No, I probably would have switched Edmund and Newt Bar. But again, that trying something new is all you can ask for at this point. That is all you can ask for. At some point, you need to start asking for wins as well. But if they're not going to get fired by the front office, the least they can do is experiment, try something new, and the on-field staff and the on-field personnel, they can still try and win baseball games, even if the front office is going to say, no pressure. And you know what? I thought that was ridiculous as well. I talked about that on, I think, Monday or Tuesday of Monday, like saying, we're not defining ourselves by this season, blah, 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 blah. At least the on-field management tried something yesterday. But if you're not preparing your players enough or setting them up to win, then you've got to go too. That's ridiculous. Anyways, I'm just rambling at this point, so I'll let you guys go and get out of here. But be sure to listen to Locked On today. They're talking about the Los Angeles Clippers. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today. Follow Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow this podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow me on Twitter at LJFastball. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Cardinals. Email the show anytime at LO underscore at LockedOnCards at gmail.com. Who knows? Maybe the turnaround starts now. I doubt it, but who knows? No show tomorrow or Sunday. I'll talk to you guys on Monday. Until I talk to you on Monday, stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.